0: and we're back episode 13 of the q review brought to you by barely's house of blues and ribs in downtown halifax your one-stop shop for everything quebec major junior hockey league and the unofficial podcast of the qmjhl Joining me once again theo e at true what is going on theo
1: living the dream man christmas break starting up um can't wait um the holiday so yeah final assignment done yesterday
0: school's out for the winter school's out booze is out for sure (laughs) oh boy yeah i'm home on tuesday picking up my dad from out west well going to the i'm not picking him up out west but (laughs) picking him up at the airport in halifax as he comes back from out west there we go we're gonna go home and he said make sure the fridge is stocked (laughs) so (laughs) eggnog and rum for sure that's right all right so you got any big holiday plans?
1: Um, no, just uh, staying here um, with the family, uh, some friends for sure. Um, yeah, no, nothing too special. Keep it classy.
0: As we all spend time with our families for the holidays, we just want to remind you fans, this will be our last episode until after the Christmas break. Take some time to enjoy Christmas with your family or whatever holiday you may celebrate. Yeah. Uh, World Juniors are in full swing. We'll have some Instagram content for you guys, but we won't have any Spotify or Apple episodes for until January sixth. That's when we're back to school. So yeah. we'll bring you some more podcasts. Then we have some stuff in the mix. We're thinking of, you know, World Junior updates. Theo and I are both going to the World Juniors, so we'll keep you updated on those players that did make it. Mm-hmm um we're also thinking about qmjhl all-time teams uh so we'll post some of those on instagram so stay tuned for some content and we'll get right into the news for this week so suspensions bathers titan alexander Lallier once again got suspended this time for an accumulation of codes which i think is word for too many suspensions <laughs> so one game suspension for Lallier. Uh, Nate Tibby and Vincent DePaul of the St. John Sea Dogs both got one game for high sticking. Uh, I figure it's not that bad if it's just one game, but I didn't see any replays. But yep. sure enough, one game. Uh, huge trade happened minutes okay. before we recorded this podcast. Shawinigan <laughs> trades captain William Viet to Victoriaville for a 2023 third and a 2024 second round pick. The third originally belonged to Quebec, so it'll be pretty. Pretty low, probably, but not a bad haul for an overager, man. Like, Viet has 23 goals and 19 assists for 42 points in 32 games. Uh, We've talked pretty highly of him on this podcast. Coming off the President Cup Championship, looking for another one with Victoriaville.
1: Victoriaville is creeping, man. That's a Uh, huge trade. Yeah. Now, if, like I said to you before, like, I don't want to be biased or anything but if Halifax is out like I'm I'm on this guy I'm on this team's wagon for sure like I like Victoria so, though
0: yeah. they're I've seen them play and like Gabe D'Agle is pretty solid their goaltending solid oh, yeah. man like Nate Darbo's been Nate good Nate Darbo's sick Tom Belzeal on yeah defense. And
1: Thomas Belzeal man Best their forward the group's
0: team. great man they're underrated like Tommy Cormier mm-hmm. Thomas Belgard now William Vayette. like that forward group's yeah. good man I, yeah Max Pellerin captain can't forget him Uh, Look for them to make some more moves going in. Um, I think their 20-year-old slots are all filled now, but Mm. you never know. They might pick up somebody. So keep an eye on them to buy at the deadline. Uh, The trade period, I believe, is sometime next week. Uh, Right now, you can trade over... This is for people that don't know this. Right now, you can trade for import players and 20-year-olds, which is why guys like Josh Lawrence have moved and Viet. But... The trade period where you can trade for anybody will be coming up soon. Uh, We'll keep you updated on trades through Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, So keep an eye out for that as teams are looking to load up for the season. This is going to be a busy week for them, for sure. This will be a busy week, absolutely. And through the World Juniors. Usually a bunch of trades get announced after the World Juniors are done because Mm -hmm. they don't want guys to focus on that so much. They want them to focus on the tournament. That's true. Uh, CHL top 10 rankings Quebec slides down to number 3, Victoriaville stays put at number 7, Halifax moves up to number 10 as they had a 5 game win streak going and Sherbrooke is no longer in the rankings. So, yeah, well, I think Sherbrooke needs to pick up a goalie. I think they need to look at Frankie Lapena or they need to look I, at
1: I just don't know what's happening with them. This Olivier past, Adam with This Baycom. past month like I wonder what the record is. I I don't you don't need a fact check but just like they're, I don't know what I don't they're know still what's up, up there in their no, division. I'm like not. If. Yeah, they're. Uh, I don't think they're worried or anything, but just I don't know what's up with them. Because it, it is obviously the goaltending is a big issue, but with all the veterans they have, uh,
0: plus they're not going to have Josh Waugh, Tyson Hines, um, David Spachek because of World Juniors. Yeah, that's a good point. So that it's a huge loss. Be a big too. test over the Christmas yeah. break. Uh, QMJHL team of the week. You've got Ivan Ivan of the Cape Breton Eagles. One goal and five assists in three games. couple of assists versus Gatineau and Blainville. A goal and an assist versus Moncton. He's now got 31 points in 26 games. And the Czech Republic native was invited to Red Wings camp this past summer. We talked about how his goal scoring was not quite there. But he's finally starting to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Or a playmaker anyway. He's yeah, a yeah. big pass first guy. Uh, ben Allison, Acadie-Bathurst T10. Seven points in three games. One goal and two assists versus Charlottetown. And four goals versus the St. John's sea Dogs. Very totally impressive game. game. Career Correct. high for him. 22 goals, 38 points in 31 games. And 20-year-old forward was invited to Sens camp in 2021. Oh, what I was saying is, he's, he's unreal, this guy.
1: Um, That's a guy I'm like, looking at to get traded for yeah, the deadline. Um, that would be a huge asset for all the teams who uh, are looking or interested in him. I'm pretty him. sure all the teams are interested in him i don't see why not but i said at the beginning of this pod he's unreal i hate in
0: sports when trade rumor guys are like for example they'll yeah, say yeah. uh teams te- multiple teams are interested in alexander ovechkin <laughs> yeah well i'm pretty sure the whole league would be interested in alex ovechkin <laughs> if he was available yeah so same idea no, thinking, no i think need. anyone yeah. would be interested in ben allison uh, yeah. uh william dumalin ramuski oceanic six points in three games goal and an assist versus sherbrooke A goal against Valdor, and then the next game against Valdor, a goal and two assists. 22 points in 29 games for the overager, and I believe all three forwards were overagers again. Yeah. I hate saying the old guys because I'm older than everyone in that league. The old guys. The oldie. Etienne Morin, six points in three games, so the Moncton Wildcats goal and an assist against Bathurst, two goals and assists against the Sea Dogs, and an assist versus Cape Breton. Uh, he's draft eligible this year, 31 points in 28 games. Right now, Craig Button has Moran ranked 29th. Uh, he was also the QMJHL Player of the Week, so congrats to Etienne. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched him play against Halifax last night. He is the smoothest skater I have ever seen. And the fact he's only 18 blows my mind because it seems like he's been in the league for four to five years, the yeah. confidence that guy possesses. I could see him moving up in the draft rankings big time. Yeah, acts like he's like 6'5 on the ice, too another guy with uh, skating that I'm impressed with is also on the team of the week Tristan Leno of Gatineau six points in three games two assists against Halifax one goal and three assists against Charlottetown that tied his career high for assists in a game Uh, Anaheim Ducks prospect 33 points in 30 games I mentioned last week he got snubbed by Team Canada but I mean he is only 18 I believe so it's typically a 19 year old tournament so I think that's why guys like Dumay and got cut probably. Mm. Uh, yeah. we'll get into that later though. That's Goaltending a, that's a story for another day. <laughs> we, we uh we talk about this guy all the time, Charles Antoine Lavallee. uh big reason why Jacudumi's even sniffing playoffs. Two <laughs> oh 0 964 save percentage, zero point nine eight goals against yes. average.
1: Is that good?
0: Uh twenty-three saves against Drummondville, thirty saves against Sherbrooke. Uh, 16 and nine with the 280 goals against a 907 save percentage. Those are pretty good numbers considering that team is not so. You know they're not. Yeah. There's no firepower on that team. Yeah. Maxim Massey is pretty good, but without him, like, I, they're at the bottom for sure. Exactly. Uh, some some news here. A little more unfortunate news. The QMJHL was informed by journalist Martin Leclerc that two former players have been accused of sexual assault. Uh, both the league and the Drummondville Voltigeurs have were recently aware of this incident, which occurred in 2016. Uh, the QMJHL says that they will offer the, all their cooperation to any police investigation throughout this whole thing. And obviously, us at the Q Review, our first thoughts go to the alleged victim, and we're very sensitive about the situation. And mm-hmm. we know this is no joke, and it's unfortunate that it keeps happening constantly in hockey that they keep getting brought up mm-hmm. um so we just want to make you guys aware of that um and it also says the league will continue to fulfill its critical mission of raising awareness and educating its players about sexual misconduct and its consequences i believe hockey canada also is making their players go through sexual misconduct training Not really? as part of their camp so I mean, there you go. All these measures in place. I can't believe it's still going on. Yeah, I like, know. Seems like it's happening all the time, which is
1: kind of disgusting. But um, it's good that Hockey Canada is doing that, though.
0: More, the... more definitely needs to be done. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred
1: percent. That's yeah.
0: So you got with... some. You've got some weekday games for us, Theo. Yeah,
1: let's get to it. Um, Wednesday, December seventh. We're gonna go straight to it. St. John defeats Armada two to one. Final score: Connor Trenholm, first star, had one goal with his thirteenth point of the season. Nicholas Herbertis, second star, saved thirty-three of thirty-four shots. He's he's picking it up, man. He's he's going. That's another guy yeah. I think might get traded. Yeah, um, that would, that would be a good pickup by any team for sure. Um, Brady Burns had no points, but at six shots. Other goal for Saint John was Vincent Despont. Who picks up his eighth point of the season and our Moda's lone goal was Jonathan Foucault.
0: I've got some Brady Burns news later on in the show. Oh, shout it out now. No, it's it's oh, part of it the worth... game recap. Oh, okay. It, sorry, it'll sorry. build up better if all we right. Say all, it later. Right, all right, Um
1: Shuinigan defeats Victoriaville, two to one in a shootout. Daniel Agostino scores opening goal for the Cataracts, and then Igor Goranov ties the game up in the second. No goal in the third, so it goes to OT. It doesn't result in anything, so she went again, wins it in shootout, thanks to Nathan Ethier with the beauty. It was like it was like a Suzuki kind of goal too. Holds it back. Everybody's doing that move nowadays. Like a
0: Suzuki goal, eh? No,
1: every, everybody's doing that move now. I'm telling you, they, like hold it back, the patience, and then boom, right side wide open. Um, and then all of our, um, sorry, um, Thursday, December eighth, Gatineau wins against Cape Breton four to three. Uh, Gatineau was up 4 nothing, thanks to Colin Ratt, Charles-Antoine Polite, and Cole Cormier and Donovan Arsenault. And then, however, Cape Breton almost comes back with Charles Bouton, Trev- Trevor Thurston, and Cam Squires. But Gatineau has the last laugh since Cape Breton couldn't close the deal there. But Oliver Santee saved 31 of 35 shots. Another goalie that's having a terrific year for sure. Um, Halifax defeats Armada 5-4 to four in a shootout zach larue pops one with his 11th point in eight games um then mikhail dennis and Alexei kololev make it two to one armada but then the moose jump back to make it three to two thanks to marcus viticek and another one by zach larue then xavier sarasov and mikhail dennis with his second make it four to three but then evan boucher this guy's lighting it up so far too the, this end of the season 12 T- goals in his last 12 yeah. games um ties it up for the moose and then ot doesn't solve anything so goes to a shootout and then the hero was owen phillips <laughs> with a nasty backhand top shelf um the goalie i don't know what he was thinking with that poke check it was a little late but um, um terrific goal by phillips for sure and then monkton defeats the titan three to two Thomas O'Gura opens the scoring for the Cats, but then Matthew McCarr and Dominic Godin make it 2-1 for the Titans. Antoine Moran ties it up, and then Hugo Marcel gets the game winner for the Cats, which gets him the first star. Um, Ramouski, this was a big scoring. Um, defeat. Sherbrooke 6-4. Cole Hawking scores by Joshua Waugh, Israel Maniscom, assisted by David Spicek. Um, Sean Person scores, Ethan Gauthier scores, William Dumoulin scores, and Maxime Cormtois scores, Courcel Um and then Sherbrooke makes it five to one with Xavier Félion. and then um, Ramouski comes back with the Justin Gill and Liam Jacks and Frederick Brunault to make it um, six to four, and then Rouen defeats Drummondville six to five. Daniel Borash for Rouen had the first star, had a hat-trick, with, which has him at 33 points in 31 games. Um, Jeremy LaPointe for Drummondville had two goals, and Mathias Perron had one goal, two assists. Um, Friday, December 9th, Moncton defeats um, St. John 8-5, to which is a huge scoring game. First star, Maxime Barbashev, second star, Cam McDonald, and third star, Charles Boudin. Um, Preston LeBron. Lismaurine has uh, had two goals, one assist. Brady Burns had one goal, one assist. Um, And as I mentioned, Cam McDonald with his second star had one goal, two assists. And then the other Friday game, Charlottetown loses to Bathurst, five to two. Um, Ty Higgins um, opens up the scoring make it one nothing. then Jacob Melanson and Dylan Andrews make it 3 nothing, and then Lucas Romano and Michael Horth for the Islanders make it 3-2 but don't close the deal with Jacob Melanson scoring again and Ben Allison of course with the empty netter and the second star or friend of the pod that's coming on today had the second star Joseph Henneberry with 6 shots no points though but um, shout out to Joey for sure and now you're up to date with all the weekday games Seems like it was quick, but not a lot of not a lot weekday games. Not a lot of weekday games, for sure.
0: Yeah, Joey, like Theo said, Joey Hennebury is going to be joining us today on the show. Uh, Joey's from Halifax, playing for the Acadie Bathurst T-10. Big year for him. Uh, eight goals. Nope, sorry. Seven goals and 11 assists for 18 games. Puts him fifth in Bathurst scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his draft year, and I believe he was ranked as a C prospect yeah. by Central Scouting so a big big year for joey hennebury uh we just want to thank him for coming on the show and without further ado uh here's joey hennebury brought to you by barely's house of blues and ribs joining us this week is one of the Academy bathers t10's top scorers right now he's got seven goals and 11 assists for 18 points in 28 games. Please welcome to the podcast Joey Hennebury. Joey, how's it going today, buddy?
2: I'm pretty good. How are you guys?
0: Pretty good, man. Not too bad. Can't complain. Uh simple question. What's what's new? How's the season going?
2: Uh no, it's uh it's going pretty good right now. No, uh pretty up and down uh, in terms of wins and losses right now. Pretty back and forth, but no, it's going pretty good.
0: You're, you're in your second season with the T-10. How's it been adjusting to junior hockey? Uh,
2: you know, it was a big adjustment going into my first year last year, but I was willing to break the ice in my first game, get my first goal, and that's what uh, kind of gave me some confidence for the rest of the year going into that. So it's a pretty big adjustment, but no, I think I got a pretty good start, and uh, that's one of the reasons that led to well, I had a pretty successful year last year
1: kind of in the same breath, not to toot my own horn, but playing PWA with you, um, how did you go, how do you think you did uh, from PWA all the way up to uh, um, Major Bantam with ACEL, and how do you like keep progressively uh, getting better each year, do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I know, playing PWA was a, <laughs> a bit ago, you know,
3: uh,
2: days, but yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, just getting better every year is always good, but you no, know, like I said, it was uh, quite a while ago. So, I mean, there's always room for players to improve over the years, no matter if you're a if you're a early starter or a late bloomer. But, you no, know, I guess I came on a little later there and found my way in my second-year band. I'm first-year midget, and uh, I think that's what made me the player I am today.
0: So, looking at your stats last year, you had 14 goals, 15 assists, 29 points in 68 games. You're already pretty close to that total, like we said earlier, with... 18 uh did you do anything different in your like off season kind of trying to get better
2: Uh no I uh stick to the same uh, summer routine uh, I train over in Bedford with uh JP McCallum but uh no uh yeah I'm pretty close to that total so far this year but you know I've kind of accepted uh, a larger role on the team this year taking more responsibility uh not just necessarily in the the category but you know, uh, being a physical presence on the ice and uh, taking more responsibility with special teams and all that. So, you know, I think I stick to the same summer routine and just keep getting better every off season is what I'm doing right now.
1: Yeah, Joey, we gotta ask this one. What's it like playing with like Riley Kindy, Jacob Lawson, Ben Allison, like these top vet guys? Is it kind of surreal, or what's it like?
2: Yeah, no. Uh Especially last year, like, like, I played against these guys growing up, like Kidney, Melanson, and all that, and uh, they're obviously amazing players, I've seen, as they're both drafted and signed to the NHL, so they're uh, incredible hockey players, and, you know, it's all obviously going to last year, getting to meet them and uh, play with them and on the same team is really, really great experience, but uh, now, you know, just playing with them now and producing with them now is it's, it's really nice to uh, play with them.
0: Let's walk all the way back to your draft day with the T ten. Just talk about your draft day and kinda of like what went on and how you kind of spent it with family and friends.
2: Uh, yeah, no, it was uh it was different one for sure. I mean, with COVID and all that just hitting, so it was uh it was a little uh little uh un on, unnormal, on but you know, it was it was a great day. Uh you know, getting drafted by the T 10 I didn't uh I didn't have much uh, conversation with them prior to the draft, but you know, uh, it was it was great to be picked by them and selected where I was. Um, I didn't attend training camp in my first year, but uh, I went away to school and it was it was the right choice for me. It got me signed by the by the team, and the day as a whole was it was really nice uh, and relieving to to be selected.
1: Yeah. Um... In the same uh, breath as the Riley Kinney question, they're probably leaving all those vet guys. What do you think your role is going to be um, next year uh, moving forward?
2: Uh, no, I, I want to accept a, a higher role, like you said. Uh, I mean, there's always trade periods coming up soon and there's always always moves that are going to be made. No one no one really knows what right now, but uh, the league as a whole has a lot of talent to uh, that can be moved around, so you know, whatever happens at Christmas, I wanna I wanna step into a larger role and elevate my level. Uh, Kidney, you uh, like you said, hasn't hasn't played the last few games with uh, Hockey Canada. He's been gone and all that. So, you know, uh, I want to step my game up now and accept a larger role in the team. And especially going into next year too, just uh, you know, keep getting better and keep uh, you know getting more ice time and uh, you know making all the right plays and just keep getting better by the day.
0: I want to talk about the T10 as a team for a bit. So last year you guys had that big comeback against, uh, Halifax. Uh, what was your expectations going into this season? You did lose some key guys, but what, what was your expectations coming into this season?
2: Um, yeah, no, we did have a really talented and, uh, great group of guys on the team last year. And, uh, a lot of them did unfortunately, uh, leave, but, you know, I think, uh, going into this season, I think I was, uh, Trying to step it up, step up my game a lot, and be a be a guy who can play on the penalty kill or the power player whenever needed. And you no, know, I think mm-hmm. I've uh, I think I've adjusted well. I mean, getting a lot more ice time and uh, producing a lot more. But you no, know, going into this year, it's it is my draft year, so I just wanted to produce the best I can, help my team in whatever way possible, and just do the best I can on the ice.
0: You you mentioned it's your draft year. Are you kind of doing anything different this season? Or are you just kind of playing your game
2: I uh, know uh, not not doing too much different I mean like I said I am uh, getting a bit more ice time but I think just having trust and in, trusting myself and trust in my game uh, I think is all I can do
1: uh, you mentioned uh, yourself um, as a player um, this year and after Christmas what um, what do you think as a team you guys are gonna be like um, in the playoffs too um
2: You know, uh, I think it's going to look a lot different than it did last year. I mean, we were really, really a top-end team last year, but like you said, we had that big comeback against Halifax in the first round, and uh, I mean, we are a young team this year, especially if we do end up losing a couple pieces at Christmas, but I think that, you know, playoffs is anyone's game, and I think that we have a group of guys as of now who uh, we, we want it bad enough, and I feel like once that time comes around that we'll be ready, and I feel like playoffs is anyone's game so it's there for the taking
0: i i am pretty impressed with your guys's game i watched you guys play against halifax and you guys you know considering who you lost last year you lost bennett macarthur hendrix lapierre miguel Tarigny, mark andre Gadet zach bagar so quite a bit of turnover but i think you guys are you know you guys are still a pretty good team right now right so
2: yeah no i uh, i fully agree with you i think we have a, a great group of guys over here uh you know, it is. It is. It is a league where uh, anyone can beat anyone. It's uh, it's anyone's anyone's game any day of the week. So, I think we've proven that too. Uh, coming close to some games. I mean, we are a bit uh, on and off right now. But you know, when we do start winning, I feel like it's a really good vibe in the dressing room and really good uh, vibe around the rink. So, I feel like we're uh, we're getting things going now, getting a hang of it. We have a couple wins under our belt in a row now, and I just got to keep it going.
0: You grow up in Halifax, Joey. I just want to know when you first stepped on the ice at the Scotia Bank Center, one of the more surreal atmospheres in the league, uh, just describe that feeling kind of walk me through your first game in Halifax. I was
1: there.
2: Uh, yeah <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty amazing. honestly you know I grew up watching that team for probably over 10 years seeing guys like uh, McKinnon drew and healers, all those guys go through that go through that program in this league and you know just stepping on that ice and uh having everyone there supporting me like you said like uh theo was there but had a lot of friends uh family there to support me so it was really nice uh being able to play in front of such a big crowd too and all that so i really enjoyed it
1: i saw your grandfather there he seemed like he was loving it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah no he, he was for sure he would have been
0: um i also so, want to know your um obviously Halifax like I said is one of the more surreal atmospheres what talk about the market in Bathurst what's it like to play in up up in New Brunswick there
2: um yeah it's uh it's a lot different than Halifax to say the least but you know it is a it is a smaller city a smaller town so uh you know it is a bit different than places like Quebec or Halifax and stuff like that but it does have its perks as well you know I really enjoy enjoy it up here uh you know, it's just like I said, it's a smaller town, so like the fans are really into it, and uh, it's one of the bigger things that goes on in the city. So uh, it's really uh, one of the one of the nicer things about playing in Bathurst and all that. So, you now like I said, uh, everyone kind of knows who you are and all that, and uh, there's like always stuff to do with the guys, and it also honestly brings you closer together. Not having much to do in the city, so you know, hanging out with the guys and all that brings you closer together as a team, and I think that's one of the. One of the big things here.
0: What are some of your favorite things to do in Bathurst? Because I know the one time <laughs> I went there, the only thing I saw was a Saint Hubert's chicken, and the <laughs> rink was right beside it. So I, I'm just curious what you guys do do for fun up there.
2: <laughs> Especially uh, you
1: not being 19.
2: No, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's not. There's not too much, but uh, there's always stuff to do. Like uh, in the summer, there's really nice, like beaches and golf courses where the where the boys go a lot. We, uh, it's a gallon Bray golf course uh, all the boys you know we'll have a bunch of tournaments there we'll, we'll chill there most of the time and during training camp and early in the season but during the winter there's uh, we play we do a lot of stuff I mean when we have time obviously there's not much uh, not much uh, alone time you, you get but uh, we'll be at uh, guys have billet houses or all that we'll just be like you know in the hot tub or something or we'll go on the outdoor rinks or something like stuff like that and no, we're always usually busy, like if we're not, not playing games or on the road or something, there's always uh, community events going on and stuff like that, so we'll uh, make appearances there and stuff. So uh,
1: I know it's your only uh, second year of the Q, but would you, what would you say Like your welcome to the QMJ show moment was? Uh, I know that's a tough I'd one. I'd
2: say, uh, you know, just playing against like, playing against all the all the talent that was in the league last year. Like, obviously, you have guys on your team, uh, like you mentioned before, like all those guys, like Lapierre, MacArthur, Kidney, all those guys who are incredible hockey players and uh, have NHL contracts, and it's it's just, like, you, you take it all in at once, like, how much, like, talent you're actually playing against and respect you have for your opponents. Uh, There's guys in the league, of course, last year, like, uh, Lucas Cormier, Maverick Bork, uh, Xavier Borgo, like, all those guys. It's uh, it's really nice to play against them, and it uh, it shows you, like, what you have to offer, too, playing against guys like that. So that was kind of my welcome-to-the-moment league, stepping on the ice and playing against some top talent like that. There you go. Who uh, – you guys have a young team. Who would you say is, like, the clown in the dressing
0: room? Like, who's uh, who's making the guys laugh and keeping De- things loose before the game?
1: Definitely you, eh?
2: <laughs> uh, myself, sometimes. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'd say – I'd say that guy has to go to uh, Matt McRae, probably. You know, he's he's kind of the guy who gets uh, all the boys laughing together, and uh, he's always cracking jokes. I'd say he he deserves that title.
0: Who's running the ox? Yeah, who's,
2: who's running getting the, the aux? pregame tunes going? That's uh, that's Ben Allison for sure. You know, we this? have a uh, we have a bit of controversy in the room going on between rap and country.
1: But... <laughs> Is he a country kind of guy?
2: He's 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 for sure a country kind of yeah. guy. Ben. But That's uh nice. no, Bathurst I, gives me that vibe though. Like I Oh uh, yeah, it does. I, I could see I just, it. Sorry? Right?
0: I said I could see it. I could see Bathurst being like a country, you know, music. Yeah, fans. for
2: sure. We're a pretty Atlantic team too, so the uh all the Atlantic guys love the country, but no, I'm kinda of more rap myself, so we oh, have yeah. a bit of controversy. But I think we agreed it's rap before games and then country in the mornings.
0: Yeah. You love the Ghana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's uh i want to talk about jan bednar he was drafted to the detroit red wings kind of your goalie right now he's been injured though recently just talk about what he's like as a teammate and kind of how he plays on the ice
2: uh yeah i know he's uh he's he's a really good uh really good talent really great goalie and uh he was one of the reasons for uh our teams uh you know uh why we were so talented last year and why we had the wins that we did but he's uh he's a good teammate he's uh Bit of a quiet guy, but you know he talks when needed. He steps up and uh, he is a leader on the team—a very good one. And uh, you know he's a great guy to have on your team. I think he's kind of the median. Like you know he—he's not much of a talker, like I said, but he's a really great guy. Uh, I drive to them with drive, drove to them with the rink every morning when he was here, and uh, you he's—he's know, he's a great goalie too. I mean, he puts in so much effort on the ice too. He's always on the ice uh, late, working on his working on his stuff. So i got to give credit to him there. I think he's a really good goaltender and a really good player.
0: Uh, one other question. Second on the theme of goalies, who's one goalie in the queue that you just can't seem to solve? <laughs> uh that's a... Every, everybody, oh. eh?
2: <laughs> All of them. <laughs> you can have multiple. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a good question, though. Um, uh, I'd have to say, uh, obviously, you only play the... Uh, quebec time quebec teams uh once at home and once away so uh, i'm not familiar with those goalies as much but uh i'll give credit to uh Rousseau on quebec he's he's a really good goalie attended the uh hockey canada camp too but uh i don't know One in the what
1: about American? victoriaville diagla did you face him yet
2: uh no, we both times we played him this year. Uh, we have played uh I think it's Tarvo, yeah, but uh
0: he's also great though. That yeah,
2: he they got two really good goalies. Uh you know I, I haven't uh played the other one you said there, but uh, I heard he's he's a he's a sixteen, so he's he's a really good uh really good talent. I think he's got a bright future ahead of him. But uh, that's a, that's a tough question. Uh, someone in the Maritime Division, I'd say uh I don't know I haven't. Uh,
1: what about LaPena in Charlottetown? He's nasty. Yeah,
2: he, he's good. Uh, I don't know. I beat, him few, I beat him a few times. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> he is. Uh, he is a really good goalie, though. I mean, he's really good. Uh, he's the reason for uh, their team success. He's he's really good. I mean, he he holds down the back end a lot, so I uh, will give credit to him. He's he's good.
0: What's your favorite place to play in the queue? Yeah.
2: Time for fun questions. We all know what's coming with this one. Uh, Halifax is obviously my top one up there. Absolutely. Uh, and all that but I do uh I do like playing in uh Moncton as well. I do like that rink uh like playing there too. So it's close to home as well. So it's always it's always nice.
0: What's uh oh, I want to know a road trip that you're you look at the schedule and you're just like, "Oh man, we <laughs> You're like,
2: "Shit. I don't want to be here." Uh I I think uh I think anyone in the Atlantic division can agree. That's the uh, Ruan Naranda road yeah. trip.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard some things about that road trip. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, it's, uh, it's a long one for sure, but, I mean, we, we go to – what usually happens is we'll have a game on the way or something, but we'll play in Gatineau first. So Gatineau's not that long of a drive, but it's it's the way home that gets you. It's uh, <laughs> it's over, like, 15-hour bus ride. So, you know, there's
0: it, there's it, a it, reason that Rouen and Val are in the same division. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: No, no, should <laughs> have a zero. division of just the worst shittiest places to go <laughs> <No>. to <laughs> just no i'm joking um no but like geographically like it
0: makes no, sense i know are i
1: know connect the connect spots
0: uh i'll leave yeah, you yeah, off with right. this last question joey uh you're going into your draft year obviously uh what are you going to need to do to get noticed by some scouts and hopefully get picked at the draft um
2: i think uh one thing that i need to do is uh keep playing my my physical game you know i I use my uh, size, my body, my advantage, whether it's uh, making space for myself or winning puck battles on the wall or, you know, taking the puck to the net, I think just playing my game of uh, physicality and taking pucks to the net, creating offensive offensive opportunities, just doing that will will get me noticed, and I think that's what I need to do.
0: And then actually one last one. Uh, You've been in the league for only a couple of years, but what have been your one or two top memories so far playing Mm. junior hockey?
2: That's a good question. Um, no, I'd say, uh, one of the, one of the best memories I have was, uh, was last year in playoffs. I mean, we were down, we were down to nothing to, uh, to an underdog team in the, in the series. And, you know, coming back from, uh, being down by two in a, in a best of five series was, uh, definitely a game, uh, that, uh, or a series that I'll remember for sure forever. And I mean, you know, in playoffs we had, uh, Large support from the large support from the fans, uh, having a packed rank every game, and uh, it does a lot for your team and uh, for the guys on the ice. So playing in uh, that series was definitely a definitely a great memory for me. And you know, like there was that uh, there was that game in that series, game game four and the, I was, the yeah, triple that was overtime nuts. game in the Scotiabank Center. Yeah, that must have been. That's definitely going to be a memorable one.
0: All right, Joey, that's all the time we've got today. But we appreciate you coming on. We'll be cheering you on back from home for sure, though. Nice, Joey.
3: Yeah, sure. Thank you guys very much.
0: And once again, that was Joey Hennerbury of the Academy Bathers T10. Uh, once again, thanks, Joey, for coming on. Um, it's always, we always appreciate anyone that'll come on the show. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Awesome to hear everyone's stories. Uh, we're hoping to get some big names coming up over the break. Uh, I got to email some people and see what we can get but we've got some big names coming up yeah fingers crossed for sure with the
1: um well we just need like and we're not desperate at all like we can have like we said we were talking before even if it's not a um player even behind the scenes people um it would be much appreciated if they get on because we want to hear everybody's story
0: all right so taking into the weekend games uh saturday that's december 10th Schwittigan beats the powerhouse Quebec Ramparts 3-2. Uh, they were down early in the second. Will Viette scored back-to-back goals. Uh, Evan Cartois scored the other. Viette now has 23 on the season. He finished with three points. It was named the game's first star. Antoine Colombe made 29 saves in the Schwittigan win. Rookie Quentin Miller took the loss with 22 saves. Kasim Gadet scored the team's teddy bear toss goal. There you go. Always a fun game yeah. to go to. Uh, I went to Halifax's. It's so it's not. With happened? Oh Hill yeah, there were so many <laughs> bears on the ice. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, Pierre Olivier Waugh scored the other goal for the Ramparts. Very great game for the Cataracts. They kept Theo Rochette and James Malatesta off the scoreboard. However, it wasn't really the wasn't really the same team Quebec's used to. They were missing Nathan Gocher, Zach Bulduk, and Evan Noss, who were at Canada's camp, yeah. which we'll get to a little later. Ramouski beats Valdor four 4-1. Luca Varro, uh, he had three points and was named the first star. Oceanic got goals from Will Dumoulin on the team of the week. Jan Spreiner and Alexander Gaudio. Male Saint-Denis scored, had two assists. Alexander Gee scored for the fours. 28 saves in the loss for Adam Rouleau, who's been very good this season. Uh, rookie goaltender. Uh, Chikudemi beats Drummondville 2-1 in OT. Marc-Andre Gaudet was the hero 2-18 into overtime. Emmanuel Vermette scored the other. And Charles-Antoine Lavallee had 23 saves. Heard that name before. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode, man, he's on. <laughs> Jacob Gooby was named third star with 28 saves. And Charles-Antoine Dumont scored for the Volts. Bay beat Sherbrooke 3-2. Big win for Bay Camo, taking down that powerhouse Sherbrooke team. Uh, Xavier Fortin scored the winner 14 seconds into the third period. Justin Poirier and Isaac DuFort scored the other goals. Olivier Ciarlo pitched a first-star performance with 30 saves. Justin Gill scored twice for the Phoenix. Poor Sherbrooke, man. They're slipping. That's what I'm saying, man. Ruan Naranda loses to Victoriaville 3-2. Tommy Cormier, Nikita Pristapov, and Louis Deglas scored for the Tigre. 23 saves for Nathan Darvaux. Two assists for the Victoriaville Tigres' Pierre-Olivier Waugh, not to mix him up with the Quebec yeah, Remparts Too Pirates many won. Pierre all over her Pierre's in general. Uh, Tristan Allard and Thomas Verdant scored for the Huskies. Uh, a fight of the captains, Maxim Pellerin <laughs> and Edward Cournoyer, <laughs> fought early in the game. There you go. So nice to see the leaders going at it and yeah. sticking up for their team. Xavier's... Uh, Xavier Saracen and Alexis General scored two goals each as Blaineville took down Cape Breton Jonathan Fauchon scored as well Sam Johnson was named the first star with two goals for Cape Breton uh, Gatineau loses to Halifax 4-3 in a shootout this was the teddy bear toss game I was at Josh Lawrence scored the shootout winner Matt Cataford scored the teddy bear toss goal as thousands and thousands of bears littered the ice Braden McPhee and Evan Boucher scored the other goals Marcus Vidachek, two assists. Mathis Rousseau, twenty-one saves. Ty Austin made thirty-five saves in net for the Olympique. He's a big boy, there man. Go, he's like yeah. six foot six. Yeah. But he's like six foot six and net, like under two hundred pounds. That's crazy. Uh, they rallied from three goals down, off goals from Marcel. Marcel, of Olivier Boutin, who scored his first of the season, and Bobby Orr scored in his return to Halifax. There we go. Tristan Leno, two assists. Like I said, smooth skater. Should have should have at least been invited to Team Canada's camp.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, listen to this, Marcel. Marcel is six foot four, two hundred and forty pounds. That's a big, Jesus. big dude. Jeez, how old's he? He, I think, I he's, think
1: he's seventeen, yeah, eighteen. That's that's he's like Slavkovsky, man. Almost like that's crazy.
0: He's on a he's on Czechia's oh, is he that's team? Okay. Yeah. So we'll be able to see him at the World Juniors. Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested if he'll like take over games, man, because that's, that's a big man. That's huge man. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Not Sunday, even man, boy. <laughs> Sunday, December 11th, Gatineau defeats Charlottetown 7-3. The Olympics carried that momentum from their game against Halifax. Uh, Samuel Savoia scored twice to cap a four-point night. Hacken, Hanel, Marcel, Marcel, Donovan, Arsenault, and Cole Cormier scored. Cormier with three points. And speaking of Tristan Leno, he had four points in this game. Here we go. Peter Repci scored twice, and Jeremy Biakabatuka scored. That's the confirmed that, pronunciation. There we go. I was listening to the there Charlottetown stream. Jesus. Biakabatuka. That's, that sounded like
1: a dictionary right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: That Rookie Nico Boudreau made 25 saves. It was Boudreau's first career game coming up from U18. Seventh-round pick of Charlottetown, and currently plays for the Northern Moose in <laughs> the New Brunswick PEI U18 league. In that league, he's 6-4 and four with a 293 goals against and a 927 save percentage. Frankie lapeno was announced as injured the other day. Uh, this will be a big test for the Islanders, whether they're star goalie. Mm. However, with the trade deadline come up, I wonder if injured is another word for preserve for sure. a trade. <laughs> it's like, um, didn't they do that to Brock Besser
1: the other day? Yeah, they yeah. also did
0: it with Josh Lawrence uh, yeah. before... So. Coincidentally injured before yeah. uh, So yeah, We'll see, we'll see little, how that plays it's out a little sus, for sure. We'll see how that plays out Cape Breton takes down Moncton 5-3 to three. Eagles got multi-point gains from Four players, Ivan Ivan, Trevor Thurston Cam Squires and Will Shields uh, Will Shields Ivan Ivan, Jeremy Langlaw Olivier Hood and Angelo Fullerton scored for the Eagles And Nick Rucha made 33 saves Gabe Smith, Alexi Daniel, and Charles Baudoin scored for the Wildcats. Anthony Hamill and Francois James Bouteau fought in the second period. There was 40 penalty minutes in this one. Jesus. Cape Breton went 2-for-7 on the power play. Acadie-Bathurst 7-4 over St. John. We talked about this already. Ben Allison, four goals. Now at 22 on the season, Dylan Andrews, Noah Ryan, and Jacob Melanson scored as well. 33 saves for Sergei Litvinov. Ty Higgins, three assists, and was named the second star. 40 saves for Ventislav Shingarov. Pavel Simek scored twice. Jared Cosman and Connor Trenholm scored goals as well. Matt McRae and Jacob Beaulieu dropped the mitts. McRae took off his opponent's helmet, which I thought was going to be a suspension, but apparently it wasn't, so weird because yeah, it's been a suspension every other time. Yeah, I don't know why they
1: call it now or don't call it now.
0: Ramouski 6-3 over Valdor. Six different goal scorers for the Oceanic. William Dumoulin, Luca Vero, Julian Bayland, Luke Coglin with his first of the season, Xavier Fillon, and Miles St. Denis found the back of the net. Philion finished with three points. William Provo scored twice for Valdor and Cale McCallum also scored. So that's all the weekend games, but I have some from last night, which yeah. would be Wednesday for you guys listening. 3 2, St. John loses to Cape Breton. Ivan Ivan scored his second of the night, 4 0 5 into the extra frame to give the Eagles the victory. Will Shields had the other 29 saves for Nick Rucha. Sam Johnson had three assists and was named the second star. Ventislav Shingarov made 31 saves. Cole Burbage and Brady Burns scored for the Sea Dogs. And the big news I had about Brady Burns, it was his 100th career goal. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So congrats to Brady. Congrats. Uh, he's been with the Sea Dogs for five years now. So it was big for him to get his 100th. Yeah, there we go. That's huge. He's on trade watch as well, I think. Yeah. So we'll see who picks him up, get some mm-hmm. extra goal scoring. Yeah. Moncton takes down Halifax 4 to 3. Alex Mercier won it for the Wildcats with a minute eight left in overtime. Alexi Daniel, Vinny LaBelle, and Maxim Barbashev scored the others. Vincent Filion was magnificent, though, with 37 saves. I was listening to the um, radio broadcast on the way home, and all it was in overtime was big save by Filion. Uh, what a save, save by uh-huh. Filion. Another save. <laughs> Another save by Filion. So he was just light There we go. Jordan Dumay scored twice in his return from World Junior tryouts. Uh, clearly has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Reese Pike scored the other. Etienne Morin only had one assist in this game. I already talked about this, too, but one of the smoothest skaters in the league. So good with the puck. And the confidence he has, you would think he's a veteran in the league. This game was an absolute bloodbath. (laughs) Shewinigan, 5-1 over Bay Camo. Jacob LaFontaine scored his first career hat trick. So congrats to Jacob on the first career hat trick. Cataracts take down the Dracar. Lou Felix-Denis and Charles Olivier Villeneuve scored the other goals for the Cataracts. Angus Booth had three assists. Felix Hamill made 38 saves in his first career QMJHL game. And like I said, it was a bloodbath. I have to pull up the game recap to show you all the penalties. Uh, Felix Gangel <laughs> scored That's for the Drakkar, though. So this all happened when a guy on Shawinigan. Check the guy on Bay Camo. It wasn't even a dirty hit. No. But Like the Bay Camo guy just like chased him around.
1: And then the, yeah, the Bay Camo guy chased him down half the ice. And so cross check
0: first. So fourteen thirty one into the third, you've got Emile Schwinard and Lou Felix Denis fighting, both getting fives in games, five in a game misconduct. Mm. And then this is when it all happened. So thirteen thirty nine into the third period. Uh, Andrew Bellchamber, misconduct. Isaac Dufort, uh, five minute major and a checking to the head. Uh, game misconduct for Dufort. Another game misconduct for Dufort. <laughs> Felix Gagnon, not clearing the area of a fight. That's a misconduct. Uh, Zach Lassard of Bay major and a game misconduct. Marc Antoine Mercier, misconduct. <laughs> Evan Courtois, Shawinigan misconduct misconduct nathan Ethier, five and a misconduct uh loris rafamo zentsoa he was the guy that laid the original hit uh five minutes and uh misconduct uh loik usero misconduct and william viette misconduct essentially every single guy on the ice got a misconduct except the goalies yeah Oh, there's, there should have been goalie fight. Unreal, man. Like, holy. We watched that right before the yes. episode. It was crazy. That's, like, that hyped me up for the spot just watching that. So, that's all your game recaps for the week. Um, some other news we got six players were named to the 2023 Kubota CHL NHL Top Prospects game Mateo Mann of Chikudumi, Etienne Moran of Mukden Jordan Tarigney from Shawinigan, Matt Cataford from Halifax, Ethan Goche from Sherbrooke, and Tyler Peddle from Drummondville. Congratulations to those six as they'll showcase their skills one more time before the draft. So I there like watching that game. Yeah, Some good players in that. Tyler Peddle, man. Telling him. Uh, congrats me. to all the QMJHLers named to their respective countries' world junior rosters. Uh, starting with Canada, you've got Tyson Hines of Sherbrooke, Zach Dean of Gatineau, Nathan Gocher of Quebec, and Joshua of Sherbrooke. That uh, I don't know, man. We we Let's had our predictions. Let's get into it. We had our predictions of that roster and I don't I understand why some of the picks were made. Like this is a big team, man. I think I said 14 guys are 6'2 or taller, yeah. which is nuts. They're obviously going for size. Uh I was right about Caden Bankier making it yeah. because Stan Coven. Well, not only because of Stan Coven, but that's definitely a factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole chemistry bit with Team Canada, like they love the chemistry. There's four it. four Seattle Thunderbirds on here.
3: Mm.
0: Uh, Western coach, so over half the team is from the WHL. And then, what else we got? We've got, like, I don't know, man. I Jordan Dume, I think, could have made it over a lot of these guys, but it is a 19-year-old tournament, as they say. I, I don't to know. To an I, extent. I, I, I agree with you,
1: but... Uh, Sec, second, in sto- scoring in the CHL is a huge factor for this. And the fact yeah. they
0: cut Kidney due to injury
1: is yeah. a little. And we I don't, don't think even, it was that. And we bad. don't even know the injury. Yeah, and no like, one knows the injury. And I don't. I I think people would have like reported that it was a pretty bad injury. Like, well, plus but, they
0: call it a 19-year-old tournament. Kevin Korczynski is 18. Yeah. Uh, Nathan is 18. Mm. Reed Schaefer's eighteen and Shane Wright is also eighteen. That's yeah. different though. Well,
1: Shane Wright's on a whole um, other level, but like all the, I think
0: Dume is like better than those guys, I'm pretty sure. And the fact it's in Halifax. Yeah, yeah. Like one thing I can't like stand is the fact that it's in Halifax. Like people are making big Big. They're paying big money for these tickets, and you would yeah. think a small, like a hometown guy, would fill the rank, right? Like, yeah, no, that's.
1: And kidney, uh, kidney and Dume, if they were both on it, like, like Nova Scotia would have been bumping. Yeah, and but just, I just repor- like. I and no, know sh-
0: no no harm against all these other guys. Like they're great players. Yeah. but You gotta think about your market. Yeah. I understand Canada's trying to win, and Dume and Kidney aren't exactly big. You yeah. don't have to be big to win the tournament. Yeah, no. But, oh, well, teams made now. Can't really. Yeah. Can't, I'm sure Canada's obviously going to do du- pretty well. Yeah,
1: Dume will make it next year for sure um, if, if there's a problem, if he doesn't. Um, obviously, depending on how well he does next season. But, um, yeah,
0: no, he, he should make it for sure next year. So other than canada uh peter Repci of charlottetown named a Slovakia's selection camp roster hack and of gatineau was named to germany's uh vincent de of saint john Attilio Biasca of Halifax, maximilian streul of blainville lorenzo conanica of Shawinigan, miles mueller and jonas tybel of Moncton, and louis robin of valdor were named to switzerland selection camp Uh, Oliver Shatney of Cape Breton, David Spacek of Sherbrooke, David Moravec of Halifax, Jacob Rabonich of Charlottetown, and Marcel Marcel of Gatineau were named to Czechia's selection camp roster. They opened the tournament against Canada on Boxing Day in Halifax. I haven't seen Latvia's yet, but I'm mm. guessing Nicks Finenko of Bay Camo would be returning. Mm. He wasn't in the lineup for the last game, so I'm assuming he's at camp. But I couldn't find it on the internet anywhere. It was Austria um, in the summer, right? That was kind of like they were. Like, it was they, Latvia.
1: Latvia oh, was won Latvia. their first yeah. ever yeah, game. Sorry, yeah, Latvia. I, I'm kind of excited for them then.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're. I in, don't think they're, they're not in Canada's pool. Yeah, but maybe a crossover game. We'll see them. Let's go. Standings update West Division. Gatineau is three points up on Rouen. Aranda with 39. Rouen has a game in hand. Then you've got valdor Blainville. Maritimes. Halifax is 10 points up on Moncton. Moncton has a game in hand. Halifax, Moncton, Bathurst, Charlottetown, Cape Breton, St. John. Go to the east, you've got Quebec running away with the east division. 49 points compared to Chikudemi's, 33. Quebec, Chikudemi, Rimouski, Bay Camo. And in the central, you have Victoriaville, first in the division, five points up on Sherbrooke. There you go. Victoriaville, Sherbrooke, Shawinigan, Drummondville. So I think Shawinigan's going to slip after they just traded Viette. So.
1: That's interesting. That's interesting. Top standings. five in the
0: West: Victoriaville, Gatineau, Sherbrooke, Rouen, and Shawinigan. And then East, you've got Quebec, Halifax, Chicoutimi, Rimouski, Moncton. And then overall in the standings, top five, you've got Quebec, Victoriaville, Halifax, Sherbrooke, and Gatineau. Victoria Victoriaville is ahead of Halifax by four
1: points. Damn. Yep. Shit.
0: Okay. So, and then if the playoffs start today, Blainville and Saint John would miss. However, Cape Breton is tied with a game in hand with Blainville, which was expected after they traded their best player. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to the stats here. Statistics. Jordan Dume continues to lead the league, 56 points. Uh, Goals, Alexander Doucette has 26, leads the league. Assists, Jordan Dume, 35. For goalies, we've got... We've got goals against average uh, amongst starters. Looks like Nathan Darvaux, uh, 189 goals against. Gabe D'Aglo ahead of him, but I wouldn't call him the starter. Save percentage, Nate Darvo 942. Absolutely locked in this there season. Charles Antoine Lavallee, 16 wins. And then Oliver Satney still has three shutouts to lead the league so that's it for episode 13 yeah there we um, go good shit christmas time coming up like we said stay tuned to our instagram for some updates on uh, all-time teams uh world junior updates uh just keep following in general we appreciate yeah. you guys always following and all you guys that listen every week
1: big time big time for so, sure
0: so we want to thank joey Hedderbury again for coming on uh yeah. this episode was brought to you by Barley's house of blues and ribs in downtown halifax The Q Review, your one-stop shop for everything Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and the unofficial podcast of the QMJHL. Happy holidays, you guys, and we will see you January 6th for our 14th episode.